welcome once again to precept on spirit brood podcast it's been amazing studying the new testament line upon line precepts upon precepts i'm reverend dr timilua leo and it's my pleasure to come your way again today as we look at the word of god one more time drawing insights from it matthew chapter 1 verse 4 we started with matthew chapter 1 verse 4 yesterday and we continue from where we stopped today aram begat aminadab aminadab begat nason and nason begat salmon yesterday we focused on the story of uh, aminadab and how you know it was pivotal to what god was doing in his generation the line of the priests and the line of the king but you see nation is very peculiar because when you read exodus chapter 6 verse 23 bible said aaron took to himself elishaba the daughter of aminadab the sister of nation to wife now it was it was um strange that they were mentioning that it was that that, that elisheba was the sister of nation it meant that nation himself was not a pushover he was a force to reckon with and that should pique our interest in this man nation who exactly is nation in first chronicles chapter 2 and verse 10 bible says ram begat aminadab aminadab begat nation prince of the children of judah now we know who nation is nation was a prince the prince the prince of the children of judah he wasn't just one of the children of judah he wasn't just one of the people in the tribe of judah he was a prince amongst the children of judah he was a prince he had a reputation he was singled out for honor now, now, one of the things that, I, that, that, that uh, came to my mind when I read the scripture was this. No, I've always known that a prince is a future king. I mean, that is what we know. A prince is the son of a king, a future king. But it amazed me that that is not what the Bible describes as a prince. And many times when you are reading the Bible and you find the word prince, don't try to put your own English translation on it. So, the, the, the Bible definition of a prince, is it the son of a king or there is something different that Bible refers to as a prince? Well, uh, when Bible says Judah was a prince among the children of Judah, was it the son of a king? There were princes in Judah before they asked for a king in 1 Kings chapter Samuel, in 1 Samuel rather, chapter 8. Before they asked for a king, they had princes. And the one that amazed me most was most was First Chronicles chapter twenty-nine, verse twenty-four, where the Bible says that all the princes and the mighty men and all the sons of King David submitted themselves unto Solomon. Now it is clear that princes are not the sons of kings, because it was separate. All the princes and the mighty men and the sons of King David submitted themselves to solomon and this is an order of priority it means that one born to a king is not as important as a mighty man and one that is a mighty man is not as important as a prince you see you may not be born to a rich family 
you may not have special abilities one born to a rich family or family with affluence influence that is like the sons of david one with you know special abilities giftings talents and all of that can be called the mighty man but bible says there is someone superior there is a place superior to the place of a prince there is a place superior to the place of one born to a king it is the to the place there's a place superior to the place of a mighty man rather there's a place superior to the place of one born to a king it is the place of a prince listen stop whining and regretting and all of that about the kind of family you were born into about the kind of nation you were born into maybe your passport does not carry any dignity and power before the nations of the world forget about that and stop complaining Forget about the fact that you seem not to have any special gifting or ability or something that you will say, oh, this makes me special. Forget about it. There is a primary place of dignity and honor. It is called the place of princeship. And my prayer for you is that you will attain to the place of a prince in the name of Jesus. It is not just my prayer. It is my earnest desire for you. That place where this man, Nashan, find him found himself the place of a prince the place of a prince the place of a prince a prince is in another place i think is in numbers chapter 17 the bible refers to them as the chief men of the families of the tribes of israel the chief men you see a chief man let me let me give you the definition of a chief man in simple terms a chief man is somebody that must be present before pivotal decisions are made a chief man is somebody that must be present they cannot make pivotal decisions behind him they cannot if he is not present whatever was decided has to be redecided so then the question is this what brings you to, to that place where you are in charge of this let me tell you one thing the greatest of men is not the one with more money the greatest of men is not the one with more power the greatest of men is not even the one with more influence the greatest of men is the one who has control over decisions are you listening to me cry all you like shout all you like except you are part of the decision makers in a place your power or authority or influence or affluence there is useless and that is the place of a of a prince the one who is who is who is pivotal to the decision making process and today i want to show you how to be that man how to be that man in numbers chapter 16 verse 25 bible says moses got up and went to Dathan and abiram and the elders of israel went with him i like the way basic bible english puts it he says and the responsible men of israel went with him so one of the primary places of a prince is the place of responsibility responsibility and simply put responsibility is responding to the ability that you have listen you don't need to have special abilities you just need to have special response to small abilities are you listening to me the problem with many people is they are waiting for a time that they will notice some kind of special abilities that they have special gifting special uh, many people have come to me oh i don't know what is my gift i cannot sing i cannot i don't even have this uh, writing gift or whatever uh, I, I don't know what what could be my gift 
it is because you have been looking for special talents, special abilities. The question is this, what little abilities do you have respond to it in a special way? That is responsibility. 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 Begin to look for how to be re- how to be responsible. Let me ask you, what are you responsible for? Write out the different places that you interact in life and ask yourself, what am I responsible for? In my home, what exactly is my responsibility? At my workplace, what is my responsibility? In the church, what is my responsibility? In the community, what is my responsibility? Listen, if you have no responsibility, you cannot be important in the decision-making process. You keep complaining that in your neighborhood, in your community, they are making decisions that are affecting you. Those that are making those decisions are those that have taken up responsibility in that community. And that is why. That is why they are making decisions for you and you cannot complain. That is why they are not consulting you before they make any decisions because you simply have no responsibility. So become a man of responsibility. Pick up responsibilities. Begin to look out for responsibilities. Begin to respond to the abilities that you have. However insignificant the look however insignificant they look. Princes are men of responsibility. Another thing I've seen with princes, according to the Bible, is they are men of excellence. Men of excellence. Men of excellence. Men of excellence. If you read Exodus chapter 10, verse 5, so Solomon was talking, he said, I've seen an evil upon the earth, an error, and what is this error? He says servants were riding on horses. Why princes were walking as servants on the earth? In other words, princes are not supposed to be walking. They are supposed to be on horses. They are supposed to exude dignity and honor. Listen to me. How much dignity do you have? How much excellence can we see upon your life? Dignity and excellence are the hallmarks of princes. A man that is pursuing five girls around simply has lost dignity. He has no dignity. A lady that has four boyfriends and whatever simply has no dignity. In a relationship with a Yahoo boy, oh, you've lost all sense of dignity. You see, the thing with dignity is this. Dignity puts you in a class. Are you listening to me? Puts you in a class. So, a lot of, and there are different things that can give you dignity in life. You can get dignity from associations so you want to roll with the big boys and with the happening babes in town, you know, that gives you a sense of dignity, a sense of specialness and all of that. I'm not like all those walking on, 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 on the heart. I'm riding on horses. I'm riding with the big guys and all of that. You know, some people think that is what will give them dignity. But let me tell you, the greatest form of dignity you can have is from your value system. Don't ever forget that. The greatest form of dignity you can have is what? From your value system. It puts you in a class. See, there are some girls that when they look at, even Yahoo boy will not come and say, hello, can I have your number? There's a mark of dignity. He knows that with this one, he cannot be, he cannot walk. Are you that kind of a person? What is your value system? Are there lines you will never cross? I was still speaking with somebody recently, one of my daughters that I was, that I was rebuking about something. 
I said, sir, it just happened. It was out of whatever circumstances. And I remember telling her something. I said, you can't tell me it was circumstance. No matter what the circumstances were, if your value system could not accommodate it, you would not have done it. So stop blaming the circumstance. Go and review your value system. Many things you blame circumstance for. Mistakes you made, things you did wrong. It was not the circumstance. The circumstance only revealed the weakness in your value system. Your value system is the primary place where you build dignity. So, and I want you to, 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 to do something for yourself today. Ask yourself, what exactly are my value systems? What, what lines am I never going to cross? So take, for example, as far as relationship is concerned, what lines will I never cross? Who are the kinds of people I will never, ever consider for a relationship? So you should have a value system. How about the issue of dressing? What are my value systems? How about the issue of finances? In looking for money, so to speak, what are the lines I will never cross? What are my value systems? And you need to build a value system for every area of your life. So do something today. What are the three areas of life that are of top priority to you now? And when I say of top priority to you, I mean when you wake up every day and you are going out. What are the top three things on your mind? So if number one, I must look good, it means that your dressing is a priority to you. Don't lie to yourself. Don't write a destiny ministry. And, mm -mm. Do you wake up every day thinking about that as you are going out? That one is a story for another day. But this is what I want you to do. When you go out, what are the three top three things on your mind? Ah, Maybe for you, is I hope I will meet the person I will marry today. So it means that the issue of relationship and marriage is a top priority to you. Write it down. So write the top three things and then ask yourself, what are my value systems in these areas? Then the third one, meaning what lines will I never cross? What are my guiding principles? Then ask yourself, does this align with the word of God? Then share those with an accountability partner and review it together with your accountability partner. They are men of dignity, men of excellence, men that don't do things wishy-washy. They ride on horses. They don't walk on the ground. Listen, if you will be a prince, you must be the kind of person that applies excellence to everything that you do. I always tell people in, in life, as far as I am concerned, perfection is not the goal. Excellence is the goal. I may not be perfect, but I can be excellent. At every level I find myself, let me, let me add a touch of excellence to whatever I'm doing. That is what princes do. Don't do things for the sake of doing them. Don't do the barest minimum to get by in life. No. There's a difference between pass and excellent. A mark of 50 can give you a pass. Ah, but to be excellent, you must, you must have distinction. A prince is a man of dignity, a man of excellence, a man of superior worth. What is your worth in life? What are you really worth? A prince is not cheap. A prince cannot be bought over with money. 
a prince cannot be bought over with the ephemeral things of life. Uh, no, 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 no. That is what men of dignity represent. A lady with dignity is not the kind that you will offer one million to sleep with you for one day. She will not throw away her dignity for that amount. No, 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 no. Who is a prince? If you read Isaiah chapter 19 verse 11, Bible talks about the princes of Zoan. It says, surely they are foolish and the counsel of the wise counselors of Pharaoh have become brutish. It was an aberration that princes would be giving crazy counsel. A prince is one in whose mouth you can meet good counsel. A prince is the one in whose mouth you can meet what good counsel. And let me tell you, what is a good counsel? Let me define a good counsel for you quickly. A good counsel is one that is godly. A good counsel is one that is what? Godly. Blessed is the one that sits on the counsel of the ungodly. If it is not a godly counsel, it is not a good counsel. A good counsel is one that is godly. A good counsel is one that is practical. Listen, that you are giving a godly counsel does not mean it is practical. You can be quoting scripture and be talking theory. But then, how do we apply this godly counsel to this practical situation of life? Some people are too abstract in their thinking and in their mentality. So a good counsel is one that is godly. A good counsel is one that is practical. Number three, a good counsel is the one that takes the feeling of the person you are talking to into consideration. In other words, a good counsel is one that is loving, that is kind. Some people don't know how to give kind counsel. They have the right thing they have to say, but how to say it is their problem. A good counsel is godly, is practical, and is kind. Princes know how to give such counsels. That is what will make you important in decision-making process because they know when they come to you, they will meet something correct in your mouth. You will say to them something godly, ah, that they will say, no, 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 this is, this is. Something practical and then something kind. So when we say that the Holy Spirit is our counselor, it means that, number one, he guides us into all truth. Number two, he teaches us the way to go, very practical. And he's a gentle spirit, very kind. Even when he rebukes you, he still rebukes you kindly. And then finally, which is the one that I love the most. Daniel chapter 12 verse 1. Bible was talking about Michael. Say at that time Michael shall stand up. The great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. And he says at that time your people shall be delivered. A prince is one that stands for the people. He stands in the place of representation. Stands in the place of intercession. Listen, you can change. You can. You may not have the position. They may not give you the position. They may not invite you to the table. But you can stay in your room and be a part of the decision-making process. Ikapoli, Zakatoske, Pradist, Ejis, Kopredia, Asusa, Skepitolia, Andasuzi. And you are shifting things in the spirit. A man of prayer. An intercessor to the core. 
ask yourself today what intercessory assignment do you have some of you god has given you intercessory assignment over nigeria some of you god has given you intercessory assignment for me but you are not praying for me <laughs> some of you it is an intercessory assignment for your unsaved family members princes are intercessors they change things from the place of prayer even when they don't invite them to the boardroom even when they don't bring them to the round table nation was prince among the children of israel in your own generation will you be referred to as a prince what responsibilities do you have that will make you a prince what are your value systems that make you a prince what wisdom do you bring to the table godly counsel practical advice kind words do you have them in your quiver are you a man of prayer are you an intercessor these are the things that make princes and surely nation was one in his generation will you be one in your generation i therefore charge you today beloved go be a prince you may not be born to a rich family you may not be the son of a king oh you may not be a mighty man with special abilities but you've got everything you need to step into princeship take your place today in the name of jesus till i come your way one more time tomorrow i call you blessed i commend you to god shalom know that Reverend Dr. Temilolo Ali is a certified life coach and you can have a free coaching session with him. Visit ordainedcoach.com right away to learn more about him and this rare opportunity. Are you led to be a financial part of our ministry or to support what God is doing through our ministry and this podcast? You can give online by visiting bit.ly forward slash give to precepts today. We hope you were blessed by today's podcast. We encourage you to live by the truth you have heard today and share the link with your friends and family. Don't forget to click the notification bell so that you won't miss any episode. The Lord bless you richly.